You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, kids, it's a new month. It's Thanksgiving month. Yeah. I just want to ask a real quick question. You know, last night was Halloween. We had about, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 trick-or-treaters and whatever. We uh, had a fire pit in the driveway, and it was very nice and all that. I want to know who the hell dresses their kid up like a Ukrainian dictator. Oh, no, he's he's a president of Ukraine. Vladimir Zelensky. Tony Blinken, the uh, secretary of state who uh, who has been, uh, I mean, in the pants of the Biden administration in more ways you can ever imagine, hiding documents at the University of Pennsylvania, uh, coming up with an intel letter. Fifty intel agents uh, used to be intel agents that lied about Hunter Biden's laptop, said it was Russian disinformation to help throw an election and all that. Tony Blinken shows up at the White House last night with a gra- with his son and I guess a granddaughter, and he dressed up the son as Vladimir Zelensky. I mean, it was like, I can't believe this is happening. This is like the most disgusting thing. This is a party apparatchik uh, greeting the dear leader on a state-approved holiday is what it is. There's a music playing in the background. So Tony Blinken dresses his son like Vladimir Zelensky. And his daughter, or granddaughter, not sure, in uh, Ukraine colors to go to trick-or-treat at the White House. Yeah, scary, right? And then uh, Joe Biden was shaking all over the place. You see him, he was dropping his uh, M&Ms on the ground and everything, and hands were shaking. He was confused. He didn't know which way was up and all that stuff. And, and Tony, I just want to say that, uh, I mean, you don't really need to kiss his butt. As much as you're doing, because, I mean, you're already joined at the hip in the disastrous policy decisions, I mean, going back three years. So you really don't need to kiss some major booty. And uh, and I don't believe that, uh, it may be wrong, I don't believe $60 billion can be uh, fit into a small plastic pumpkin dangling from a black string. I don't think that'll uh, fit there. But honestly, uh, yeah, Biden gave the young Zelensky, who wore a dark green sweatshirt, a box of M&Ms bearing the presidential seal... After asking Congress earliest month to give $61 billion uh, on top of the $113 billion already appropriated for the uh, de facto war with Russia, Zelensky's or Blinken's daughter also wore a Ukrainian flag outfit. My God, can you, did they carry a picture of the dear leader? Do you think they carry the picture of the dear leader? Yeah, Anthony Blinken's grandfather, Moritz Blinken, was born in Ukraine, which was then part of the Europe Empire in 1900. He immigrated to the U.S. with his family, age four. And he still felt like he needed to dress up uh, his, uh, <laughs> his son like a military dictator. Oh, no, he's a president, even though he suspended the vote and is, is banning uh, Christian worship. Otherwise, he's a really great guy and, uh, and trick-or-treat and all that stuff. It is amazing. Lydia Serrano last night on Newsmax. Uh, I couldn't believe she filled in for Greg Kelly last night. And, and Lydia is really uh, a terrific, terrific host. And, and she was filling in. And she could not contain her. Uh, is aghastness a word? Aghastness a word? At looking at Joe Biden, this feeble, I mean, barely coherent man giving out candy to kids. Joe must go. I mean, did you see him last night as he gave out Halloween candy yeah, at the scary, White House? I mean, scary. Look at this. He could. Bear- I thought it was a crypt keeper costume. 
He was just dressed normally. Really do it. He he even drops the candy. Look at that. Drops the candy. His hands is shaking. I mean, he I'm, sneezed into his hand and then gave the kid uh, some candy. At least he didn't grab the kid and sniff his hair. Not a doctor, but look at this. His hand is shaking pretty visibly. Uh, this is not normal. Again, I'm not a doctor, but something is really. Well, yeah, it's kind of been that way for a while. I think everybody knows that. That's why I say Joe Biden won't be the candidate because he's not going to make it. Duh. Uh, dementia doesn't get better. Duh. Uh, I really, you know, there are days that I just kind of pinch myself and go, I cannot believe we live in the countries that we've made fun of. In the Soviet Union, all of the things that we're making fun of, the dear leader, you know, dressing up like Zelensky to go. And, and the, I mean, we are, we are beyond banana Republic. We've got four uh, coordinated uh, indictments of a former president. Uh, a raid on Mar-a-Lago we found out was orchestrated by the White House. And and this is the country. These are the countries we used to make fun of. It's like, oh, they do that in the Soviet Union. Oh, they do that in North Korea. We are. Uh, I mean, honestly, and I, I'm really being serious. We've adopted all of their corrupt nonsense. All of it. Everything. All of it. I mean, we're talking about uh, the, the, the massive pipeline from our money into uh, big pharma and big defense and all of this stuff. Uh, you've got, you've got uh, these people leaving government, going to work for them and vice versa. You have corruption like you could never believe a man who made $170,000 as a senator most of his life and then got a bump in pay the last few years, uh, paying $3 million cash for a beach house. Uh, you know, we just found out Joe Biden got another 40 thousand dollar check on the day that his family got a forty thousand dollar check from a chinese energy company i mean honestly it, it really is laughable i'm not going to argue i'm not going to debate anymore with idiots like joe scarborough i'm not going to although he's a big meow meow he would never debate me because he's an east coast ivy league fop but anyway uh, i'm not even going to argue because it's just so stupid and ridiculous at this point it's all just so stupid and ridiculous, and everybody can see it. And if you don't see through it, you're, a, you're just a willful dupe. You are a completely willful dupe. This is Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris appeared on 60 Minutes, and she assured us that Joe Biden is alive. We were talking to some Democratic donors, mm -hmm. and they have told us that should something befall President Biden, and he is not able to run mm -hmm. that there would be a free-for-all i heard kamala is actually leaving marbles on the uh, top of the basement stairs when she leaves at night for who would run as president you are joe i think you need to go down there there's some ice cream down there in the basement just go oh it's chocolate chocolate chip it's your favorite in the spot that that would be a natural for you to step up but we're hearing from donors that they would not naturally fall into line why is that well, first of all, I'm not going to engage in that hypothetical because Joe Biden is very much alive. Um, okay. And running for re-election. So but you do are. know. I mean, that is a concern. He is very much alive, guys. All right, so let's just end all this crap about his, you know, fumbling, bumbling, dropping candy, not being able to talk and all that. Uh, he's alive. And, and a legitimate concern, I would say. That is, actually, that is actually going to be a selling point for a lot of older Democrats in their re-election campaigns. Don't worry, folks. They're still alive. From a lot of different people, a lot of different things. But let me just tell you, I'm focused on the job. I truly am. Our what What is your job? 
And what have you done to complete it? Borders are, space czar. I don't know what the hell other czar you are. Democracy is on the line, Bill. Oh, boy. And I frankly, in my head. She's right. She's right. If Democrats stay in power, it is. Do not have time for parlor games when we have a president who is running for re-election. That's it. Okay, you know, again, we're not stupid. All right, we, we are not stupid. We see it. And I, I don't have time for it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play these sound bites to, to rip these people because everybody knows it's a giant lie. Everything's a lie. Southern border's a lie. The prosecution of Donald Trump is a lie. Uh, you know, 2016 election was a lie. Uh, uh, the, the, the intel letter from Tony Blinken was a lie. Uh, Russia collusion was a lie. January the 6th was a lie. Uh, COVID protocols and all that crap. All lies, honestly. I think, you know, they're willing to say that, oh, yeah, yeah, well, well, did you know the global warming debate is settled? Well, the earth isn't warming. Well, the climate change debate isn't settled, or is settled, so there you can't say anything. That's what they do. Well, I'm going to declare that about all the corruption in the federal government and all of the uh, incompetence. Uh, it's, it's settled. Okay, we get it. We have people in charge who are complete, completely incompetent, and many of them are intentionally trying to destroy the country. Uh, there you go. I just settled it. Yay! And if you disagree, I would encourage you to call at 800-922-6680. Because that's the number. Biden would veto a House a GOP Israeli aid package. President Biden would veto a package put forth by House Republicans to provide Israel while cutting funding for the IRS and leaving out funding for other national security priorities. Because, you see, it's got to come with strings. You know, I mean, you, if you can't care for the Jews and how they were slaughtered and everything unless you give a whole lot of money to a corrupt uh, uh, leader in Ukraine in one of the most corrupt countries in the history of the world where the world's despots go to, to, to uh, launder their money. Other than that, it's a beacon of democracy. So there you go. So they say it fails to meet the moment uh, by uh, leaving out humanitarian assistance for the people of Gaza and aid for Ukraine and allies of the Indo-Pacific. Now, uh, the thing is, I don't see any other country stepping up to help out the people in Gaza, including those, uh, those other Arab countries that want Israel wiped off the face of the map. So we don't owe them a damned thing. We don't owe the people of Gaza a damned dime. Sorry, I know it sucks, but there are a lot of other countries out there who have a whole lot of money, uh, including Iran, who Joe Biden just enriched to the tune of about $100 billion by giving them $6 billion for five hostages and, of course, freeing up their uh, ability to, to uh, sell oil. So there is that. So Congress has consistently worked at a bipartisan manager to provide, manner to provide security assistance to Israel, and this bill threatens to unnecessarily undermine that long-standing approach, according to the Office of Management and Budget, budget bifurcating Israel's security assistance from the other countries in the national security supplemental will have global consequences. Uh, Biden unveiled a uh, uh, thing with $14 billion for Israel in a battle for Hamas. And then I got this confusing this morning. This is out of uh, the UK Daily Mail. Ten GOP senators urged top Democrat Chuck Schumer to reject Biden's $9 billion Gaza humanitarian aid. What the hell is that? What, it, it, 
Republican senators. Okay. Biden's aid request includes $60 billion to support Ukraine's war with Russia, blah. $14 billion earmarked for Israel. Schumer has said that the Senate must pass Biden's supplemental request. Republican senators are demanding Democrat leader Chuck Schumer reject President Biden's ask for $9 billion in humanitarian assistance to civilians in Gaza? I, I hope to hell this is a typo because this would fund radical Islam for years around the world. Okay, I hope that this is some sort of a typo. But that's what it says. I, 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 uh, I honestly, I have no idea on this one. But it better not be. Because even $100 million is way too damn much to, uh, to be spending on uh, humanitarian assistance for people who started a war with Israel. So there, uh, there is, uh, is that. I was looking for a soundbite here. Oh, 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 this is good. Uh, one of the things that this humanitarian aid thing is going to do is, is provide money for our southern border. Did you know that? But there's a problem with that, and here's Ted Cruz to tell us about it. You know, you asked a minute ago about the supplemental. Understand the White House's strategy here, because it's an utter joke. The funding that they call, quote, border security is not designed to reduce even one illegal immigrant. It's Wh not designed what? to stop even one what? pound of fentanyl. That's what we thought. What? What it is designed to do yeah. is accelerate this process. Oh. The Biden administration is asking for more money to process illegal immigrants faster. Do you hear that? Eric Adams in New York? They got more people coming, bruh. More planes and more buses <laughs> to send more illegal immigrants yeah. to New York City and Washington, D.C. and Chicago and every city in America. They don't want to stop it. And understand, Joe Biden could prevent this tomorrow. Yeah, but you know what? It's uh, incompetence. The incompetent being led by the evil. That's what's going on in our country. We have incompetence being led by people who want to destroy the country. That's it. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Left wing. Here's the number. 800-922-6680. Lots of uh, audio about this. Also, uh, uh, what's going on at college campuses with regard to anti-Semitism? One uh, uh, <laughs> university student just ended his academic and possibly a career for life. I'll explain what that's all about coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Yeah, we are run by, uh, the country is being run by incompetence getting their orders from evil people. If you haven't figured out that yet, then you, uh, then you never will, including this open southern border, which has allowed thousands and th millions of illegals to come across, presumably thousands of people who would like to do harm to the country. And yet uh, Christopher Ray was uh, uh, surprised yesterday when, when he shared that, uh, oh, there might be a terrorist attack in the country. The, again, uh, incompetence uh, getting its uh, direction from evil people. It's like this is the same crap that happened in, uh, in September uh, of uh, 2001. The same damned thing. The same incompetence, except for it's gotten worse. Back then it was just lack of communication between departments. This time it's just idiocy and evil at work, letting people come into the country, even not vetting people for the deadliest virus that they were commanding all of us shut down our businesses for, but also the world's terrorists, the world's prisoners, all of this.
Tom in Annapolis is on the phone. Uh, wants to talk about the border. Tom, welcome to the show. What's up, my friend? Hi. The current state of our open border on the Texas Mex uh, Mexican and New Mexico Mexican and California Mexican border borders on treason. Reason being is there are very highly trained Russian infantry guys called Spetsnats, and they work for Putin, who uh, I am surprised he's sitting back and letting America ship all these armaments and ammo that are ultimately going to kill Russian soldiers in Ukraine. Spetsnats is like uh, our Delta Force or SEALs or Green Beret, and arguably just as good, if not better, because they have really good language skills. And? So it's insane to keep our border open. It harkens back to World War One and World War Two, when German spies were planted in America, and in World War Two they came ashore on the Connecticut, New Jersey, North Carolina borders from U-boats yeah. to blow things up. So exactly. how can we be so stupid? Well, uh, it's not necessarily stupid. It's incompetence led by people who want to destroy the country is what it is, Tom. I appreciate your phone call. Honestly, it is. It is. And and he's right using the word treason. I know everybody's afraid to use the word treason. But uh, an open invasion of our southern border precipitated by the people in power in Washington, D.C., uh, much to the uh, the threat of the American people. And, by the way, uh, you know, one of the things that the government guarantees as a citizen is your our sovereignty and a border and they have dropped that and they have put us in danger and if and when a, a major terrorist attack happens in the united states and i would encourage you to be vigilant of course of course of course as you have been since september the 11th while the federal government has taken its eye off the ball because they're incompetent run by evil when an attack happens like that the bastards who did this to us are going to be have to be held uh, for treason they will have to be because they forsook you and me and our country for their political gain. That's what this is. And then you've got this rise of uh, anti-Semitism happened all over the country that, that the, the intelligence officials failed to uh, identify where suddenly Chris Ray, after having the border open for three years, goes before Congress yesterday and says, yeah, we might get a terrorist attack. You might want to be ready for it. He's one of the ones who's going to have to be held responsible. Him and Alejandro Mayorkas and Joe Biden, even though he has no freaking clue, and unfortunately, no matter what happens to him, including when he's removed from office for corruption, he won't remember any of it. That's the only negative. He won't remember a damn thing about it. It is. Uh, it, these are remarkable times. These are remarkable times. Um, this is uh, this is Rob Schmidt. Rob Schmidt. Uh, yesterday, John Kirby, who uh, is a buffoon, uh, spokesman for uh, the State Department, talked about uh, Jewish stars being uh, shown uh, in different places around the country, and also all of the nonsense that's going on in, on uh, on college campuses. His uh, response is on the other side of this break, uh, and then also some uh, great words from uh, the great Sebastian Gorka about what's happening. And how, uh, as we've said so many times, that those who are ignorant of history are destined to repeat it. And i got to tell you one thing. Are you going to let World War II happen again? Are you going to let a Holocaust happen again? Are you going to let this go any further in our country? Well, I have a funny feeling most of you are screaming, hell no. And that's good news. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show.
Hey guys, it's Carson. Today's podcast sponsored by NutraSense. That was the sound of a NutraSense biosensor. It's a small device that you put on the back of your arm that then provides real-time feedback on how your body responds to the foods that you're eating, your exercise, stress, and even your sleep. With NutraSense, you just take a photo of your meal, adjust for portion size, and NutraSense does the rest. NutraSense helps you track your data, see your glucose trends, and understand your macronutrient breakdown for each meal. You also get an overall glucose score for each meal based on your body's response. You'll be matched with a board-certified nutritionist who will review your data and answer all your questions. Plus, they give you a personalized nutrition plan so you can achieve your goals. You should try NutraSense today. It will open your eyes in profound ways to how your food, exercise, and lifestyle choices are affecting you. What's more, it empowers you with a real-time feedback loop showing the consequences of your food and lifestyle choices. It is a powerful tool for understanding your body and affecting positive change in your life. You can get all of this today. NutraSense has a special offer for our listeners. Visit NutraSense.com Carson. Use code CARSON to start decoding your body's messages and pave the way for a healthier life. Be sure to tell them you learned about NutraSense on the Rob Carson Podcast. That's NutraSense.com slash Carson to save 30% off your first month, plus get a month of board-certified nutritionist support. By the way, I was uh, reminded that uh, Joe Scarborough is not an East Coast Ivy League liberal fop. Uh, he's, a, I mean, he's a liberal East Coast fop. Don't get me wrong, but he is—he uh, graduated from uh, Alabama, went to Alabama, and got his JD from Florida, which means jerk degree is what it is. Apparently, got an advanced jerk degree. So uh, there you go. So Joe Scarborough went to Bama and then got his jerk degree from Florida. So there you go. I want to mention something real quick. We do a number of uh, podcasts at Newsmax, and um, we wanted to reach out to our our uh, our viewers and listeners, and we've got some great podcasts. Greg Kelly podcast is on there. You got the Newsmax Daily with Tony Marino and the Jerry Callahan Show. And Jerry Callahan uh, is um, uh, uh, somebody who filled in. He, he's filled in for me on my show. Uh, he's a great guy. I love having him on the radio. And he uh, filled in when I was uh, briefly on vacation and had some uh, some uh, health issues. And I uh, I don't know details about it. I know that he's been off work for a little while. And so I just really appreciate it if you would because I'd be leaving the power prayer. Say a prayer for uh, Jerry, if you would, please. It would be uh, very good to do that. Um, and also, I'll, I'll be uh, selfish about this a little bit as well. Um, if you would just uh, say a prayer for my family, um, we are uh, experiencing a loss, and it's coming. And uh, if you could just do that, that would be uh, that would be wonderful because I just think it's really important. Uh, and I know prayer works. So, uh, Jerry, get better, my brother. You are the man. I love having you on radio. I want you to get well. Want you to get well. <clears throat> so, Cornell uh, student uh, Patrick Dye confessed to making online threats against Jews on campus. This is that new uh, social contagion, I guess, right? Right up there with changing your gender. Now it's uh, the new social contagion is it's okay to hate Jews on college campuses because these stupid children haven't been educated about history and stuff. 
Yeah. So uh, Cornell student Patrick Dye confessed to making heinous threats against uh, Jews after the FBI traced his IP address to campus in his hometown. Dye was booked into the Boone County Sheriff's Department yesterday on behalf of the U.S. Marshals. They would have caught him a couple days earlier if he was a Trump supporter. <laughs> yeah. Last week in a series of uh, posts on Greek rank forum, he threatened to shoot, stab, and kill pig Jews. I want to know, I want to see his celibus for the last couple of years. 1,000%. I want to see the celibus. I want to see which professors uh, made him hate Israel so much. Because that's where it came from. I don't think that Patrick Dye, who's, a, who's an Asian-American, uh, is a, a Nazi. Uh, I don't think he, uh, you know, maybe when he was growing up, I don't think his parents said, you got to hate them Jews and call them pigs, you know. But he goes to college, and what happens? Some of his posts on uh, social media included Palestine to be free, threats to target 104 West, the Cornell Campus Center for Jewish Living, going to shoot up 104 West, Allahu Akbar, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, glory to Hamas, liberation by any means necessary. Somebody gave him those talking points. Somebody gave, he's a child. Somebody gave him talking points, and he puked them out. He wrote under the name, uh, username, Kill Jews. Not a very original one. I should have been like, Q, Kill Jews 2023 or something like that. Or Jews or Pigs 2023. Or maybe, maybe a little catchy, something like a Jew hater without the E. You know, maybe just make it a little cool. Jew hater without the E 23. Or 21, because you're 21 years old. Not creative. In other words, he wrote, watch out, Jews, jihad is coming. Where'd he come from? Did he come from Syria? No, he came from New York. Okay, there you go. Uh, it's unclear what prompted his hatred or threats. His father said he was depressed. Uh, the family feared he was suicidal. His mother was driving to Cornell to check on him when he was arrested. My son is in severe depression. Can't control his emotion. All right, well, you know, I'm not heartless, okay? I'm not a heartless person. I know what, uh, what our students went through because our government destroyed their lives, uh, for the last few years by COVID protocols that were nonsensical, wrecked their lives, took away their trophies, their ability to compete in sports and, and perform on stage and go to class and interact with their friends. Don't you suppose it might have driven a few of them bat crap crazy? And then when they get to college, they got a bunch of professors there saying, hey, you know, Jews are, are uh, they are, uh, uh, what, what are they, uh, they are, they're colonizers, they're colonizers. You know what else is colonizers? White people in America. Yeah, there you go. So somebody was taught that nonsense. Somebody was taught that nonsense. Yesterday, John Kirby was asked about uh, speech on campus, and he refused to really take a strong uh, stance on it. Not a big surprise. And then, of course, there's uh, Rob Schmidt commenting about Jewish stars that have been showing up. Jewish homes have had stars of David painting on them in Paris. Yeah. Yeah, uh, France already documented 819 latent anti-Semitic attacks since the war between Hamas and Israel began October the 7th. Corinne Jean-Pierre said that all the attacks were against Islamists the other day. Or maybe there just aren't any. Yeah, in Jewish homes on the outskirts of Paris, multiple blue stars of David have been painted on the homes and stone fences. One Twitter user shared a photo of the homes and said, uh, disturbing Jewish homes in Paris are being marked with stars of David. I think this has been done before, except for they were yellow. The people in this country making violent anti-Semitic threats, are they domestic terrorists? I don't uh, know that we're classifying people as domestic 
chairs for that. I mean, I, that's really a question better left to law enforcement. I'm, I'm not aware that there's been such a, uh, a characterization of that. The latest acts that we're seeing pop up in the West, Jewish stars being painted on the homes where Jewish people live. We are surrounded by Nazi and terrorist sympathizers. And this has all just come out in the last three weeks. Yeah, yeah. And you know what the government's been looking at? And we won't ignore what our intelligence agency have determined to be the most lethal terrorist threat to the homeland today. I know this. It's Hamas. It's Hamas and it's the open border. White supremacy is uh, terrorist. No, that's not We're it. We're not going to ignore that either. That is but not on the best days, enough of us have the guts and the hearts to st stand up for the best in us. The most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland the Hamas. is white supremacy. Oh, boy, that's not it. Our yeah. own intelligence agencies in the United States of America have determined that domestic terrorism rooted in white supremacy is the greatest terrorist threat to our homeland today. Yeah, you know what? You guys are a bunch of morons. Uh, they literally consider going after domestic political enemies more than the people who want to murder you and your children. Uh, isn't that amazing? Here's Rob Schmidt. Uh, by the way, there's some graphic content here. So uh, it's not dirty or anything. It's just uh, the truth. So if you have sensitive ears about the, the massacre that Hamas uh, committed, then you might want to turn the other way and suggest you listen. That's the enemy that the coffee shop university elites are whitewashing so that they can attempt to stay consistent and continue to pose as champions for the oppressed around the world. And what started as being pro-Palestinian has morphed into pro-Hamas. Take a listen to a description of what millions of Americans apparently now support. A story shared at a Republican Jewish coalition event over the weekend. Listen. They came into her house in front of her kids. They opened up her stomach. She was pregnant. They opened up her stomach, took out the baby and stabbed the little tiny baby in front of her and then shot her in front of her family. And then they killed the rest of the kids. We got thousands of people in this country running around all over the place, especially in our universities, and screaming in support of what you just heard described. Yeah. It's hard to listen to, isn't it? The reason why I do it is because I'm never going to let you forget that 10-7 is 9-11. 10-7 is 9-11. 10-7 is 9-11. This is Seb Gorka. He is a, an incredibly knowledgeable man. And he is incredibly knowledgeable with regard to history. Could you imagine if you're the parents of Jewish kids in college today, in Berkeley, in Stanford? You don't know if your kids are safe going to an Ivy League college that costs 70 grand. And, and what, they, they might be locked into a room, or they, something might happen. We, we are eight days away from Kristallnacht, from, from the anniversary of how the Holocaust began. But that was in Germany. Rob, this is happening here in America. Yeah, and this is why I'm going to say that uh, we, as patriotic Americans who support Israel and uh, want uh, radical Islam's butt kicked, uh, we have to be willing to defend. We have to be willing to. We have to be ready. I'm not the kind of person, I, I don't do this panic-mongering crap. I don't play Alex Jones. He's, he's right about a few things. He's wrong about a lot of things. But 
we have enemies within. It's already, it should be fairly obvious. It should be fairly obvious that our intelligence agencies went after Americans who were political enemies of the Democrats rather than focusing on all of the terror, the murder, the fentanyl. And now it looks like we've been infiltrated with terrorists because they opened the damn border. So we can't depend on our government. We can't trust our government. We can't trust the mainstream media and social media. We've only got each other here. And I know that uh, that group is consistent of about 74% of Americans who believe the country's going in the wrong direction. So please join me in saving our country and defending Israel. How about that? Here's a little bit more from uh, the incredible badass Seb Gorka. We're witnessing young men and women, for example, the most perverse thing of all, ripping down the posters of kidnapped children. Forget adults. Kidnapped children who were taken from their homes, from the arms of their parents, who were often murdered, and American students are ripping down the posters. Rob, yeah, they are. would you want somebody who rips down the kidnapped poster of a child working for you? I damn well would. No, I wouldn't hire them. I would look at their uh, their uh, resume or their viral video, or their social media. You did a post where you did a pro-Palestinian uh, rally, and you were chanting from the uh, river to the sea, Palestine will be free. That means you want the obliteration of the Jewish state. Um, you're, we aren't going to hire you. Deal with it. Oh, they'll forget it about it eventually, but you're going to be working at Starbucks or something else for a while, Junior. Here is, uh, this is, oh, 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 remember the hero the other day I shared top of the hour on Monday, I shared at the top of the hour, the guy screaming at the uh, the radical Islamist who was taking down pictures of uh, kidnapped uh, Israelis and murdered Israelis, and he went after him. Here's the audio if you didn't, if you didn't, uh, if you missed it. In the U.S. That's New York City. You don't have a right to touch that This is a free country. You can wave your Palestine flag and say death to the Jews or America whenever you want, but we can put up Okay, we need to become New York like this guy. I mean it. We need to become this guy. Okay? We, then don't rip that down. You are doing something. You're offending us, motherfucker. Yeah, you are. When you throw that on the floor, you're littering the city. In a minute, I'm going to litter the floor with you. In a minute, I'm going to litter the bleeping floor with you. Well, somebody caught up with this guy, and he's working at a construction site. You'll hear the backhoe in the background, and here he is describing what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> this is how the superstars. No, go ahead, just sit for everyone just over. Oh. Uh, no, nah, I'm not a superstar. I'm just a regular guy who didn't like what I saw, and it, it shouldn't be celebrated what I did. It, it should be normal. Everyone should react. Yes, sir. Like yes, yes. This shouldn't be a news story because someone doesn't like posters of murdered children and kidnapped children being taken down. This should be the norm, not the exception. What that guy was doing should be the exception. Anyway, that, that's it. <laughs> thank you. Listen, I, I love that guy. Hands, guys. I love that thank guy. You, thank you. Thank, thank you. Let me see you. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. It's time for the children to get a spanking. That's what I got to tell you. It really is. It's time for the children to get a spanking. Uh, you know, Jimmy Carter ushered all this crap in. Uh, say what you want about the Shah of Iran, but he brought in uh, 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 he brought in the uh, the Ayatollah, and that was 44 years ago. And he took a bunch of hostages and kept them forever until Ronald Reagan uh, got elected, and they released them because they were scared they're going to get the snot bombed out of them. And then they kept bombing and bombing and bombing. October 23rd, 1981, Marine barracks. I can go on. 9/11, 1993, World Trade Center bombing. This aren't you? 
And now we got idiots, useful dupe children in our country supporting our enemies. So I don't know about you, but I'm kind of done kicking this can down the road. Seriously. Uh, the only people who are going to help us before the next election, presumably Donald Trump will be elected. And if he does, he'll fix it. But the only people going to defend our country right now is you and me. We can't, we can't depend on this government, right? Coming up, uh, Josh Hawley grilled, grilled, sautéed, uh, maybe even uh, burned a little bit. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas on Capitol Hill. It was epic. It was fun. And I'll have that on the other side of this break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Seriously, who the hell dresses their kid like Vladimir Zelensky for Halloween? Tony Blinken, your Secretary of State, who's a complete status tool. Let's hear some ACDC, shall we? Crank it, Brian. Yeah, America. Even though this is an Australian band, America, we invented rock and roll. And we've been kicking ours since about 1776. And it's time to do it again. Time to do it again. Here's some good news. Hundreds of Columbia professors have signed their letter saying they're appalled and horrified about on-campus anti-Semitism. And I guess maybe does it come into a big surprise because you sit in the faculty lounge with a bunch of these radicals? More than 200 faculty members of Columbia University said Tuesday they were appalled by the spate of anti-Semitic incidents on the Manhattan campus a day after scores of their colleagues signed a letter defending students who supported Hamas October the 7th attack. Those professors need to be put on notice. The new letter came after Jewish students rallied on campus to blast the administration's uh, inaction, what they called unsafe atmosphere. When you have a campus where kids are being warned that they have to stay indoors, where Jewish kids are being told they have to stay indoors and not go to their student union because they might be attacked by radical Nazi Hamas supporters, we got us a problem here. We got a problem with higher education, and it's time that we said, and I've told you this, that you kind of expect and have tacitly approved of the fact that when you send your kid to college, they're going to come back as radicalized leftists who hate America, who don't know what gender they are, and really don't want to sit at the same table with a bunch of colonizers. Maybe it's time you said, bleep higher education. Here is uh, Josh Hawley. I can't help but think, Mr. President, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, the President of the United States had to activate the 101st Airborne Division to make sure African-American students could go to class in this country without being physically assaulted. Is that what it's come to now Looks on like America's it. college campuses? Are we going to have to activate the National Guard to yeah. see that Jewish students can go to class in safety? without being in fear of their lives. I would just say this, Mr. President, as a nation, I can't help but think, Mr. we must speak with one voice. What about people? And say that there is a right and there is a wrong, there is good and there is evil and threatening to kill an entire class of people is wrong and it is evil. Yeah, I say bring in the National Guard, man. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes. This is Alejandro Mayorkas being questioned by Josh Hawley about this yesterday in, cor in Congress and attempting to blame Hawley for something. Also posted this graphic. 
Now, this is a fake graphic, I want to be clear, but I think we understand it. This is a paraglider, a Hamas paraglider, depicted here with a machine gun flying into Israel. Mr. Secretary, what, what's going on here? Is this, is this typical of, of people who work at DHS? This yeah, this is somebody at DHS was posting anti-Israel posts about killing the Jews. This is an asylum and immigration officer. Four things I'd like to say to you. Number one, your question to suggest that it, that is emblematic of the men and women of the Department of Here Homeland. he goes. He's got a, he uses the underlings when he needs them. Homeland Security is despicable. Number I'm sorry. Two, what have you done? This person works for the Department of Homeland yeah. Security. Have yeah. you fired her? That was one of four answers. Have you fired her? One. Have you fired her? That's Don't the come question. to this hearing room <laughs> when Israel has been invaded and Jewish students yeah. are barricaded in libraries in this country and cannot be escorted out because they are threatened for their lives. You have employees who are celebrating genocide and you are saying it's despicable for me to ask the question? Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z -Pak. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's TWC Health slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%.